0: Good morning, welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus, and we are back at it in Proverbs 18. We should be finishing Proverbs 18 this week, so let's go ahead and say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Teach us something new today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so the two verses this morning, very very much so have to do with the second greatest commandment, our relationship with other people. So let's go ahead and start reading and and talk about what Solomon has to teach us today. Again, quite often Solomon uses um, parables, essentially, woven into the wisdom of each one of these Psalms, I mean Proverbs, not Psalms, Proverbs. Uh, to teach uh, a deep spiritual truth and uh, he does it really well in these two verses today so verse 19 says a brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city and quarreling is like the bars of a castle so a brother specifically Solomon is referring to family here and oftentimes when we are at odds with family members it often is, is more challenging. It's harder, and it's uh, <laughs> a tougher situation than if it's just a, a, um, a friend or even a co-worker or someone else because typically your family is supposed to be your safe haven, right? They're supposed to be – they are supposed to be your fortress, not a fortress that you are kicked out of, right? They're supposed to be your fortress through – Anything, Even disagreements. And so oftentimes, um, quarreling with family members can can not only hurt more uh, because you love them so much, um, but because you were kind of just left to the wolves, so to speak. Um, There's supposed to be a safe place that you can um, vent to and even make mistakes before and still be forgiven. Right. That's what that's supposed to be. Um, to love you no matter what, to be there for you no matter what. So um, Solomon paints this picture of quarreling um, with a family member as being like uh, going up against a city. And he's using a military um, example um, to... uh, um, A brother offended or to be quarreling with a family member is more unyielding than a strong city so think of a strong city and the 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 first defense of a strong city are the walls right or the towers and they're the bars on the windows of the castle and on the walls okay and so quarreling uh, with a family member that's what it's like and it shouldn't be that way Uh, you know family should be that open door uh, place to come and feel safe and to be able to to maybe complain a little bit about other things that are bothering you in your life and then get some feedback, whether it's positive or negative, in order to help you get through whatever situation you're facing. And maybe you need to change your attitude and they help with that. Or maybe maybe just by venting your some of your frustration, that helps. But when a family puts a wall up against you and they're no longer that safe haven for you, they're like a city that you can't penetrate. And to penetrate through the the forces of that city, it's it's almost impossible and it's going to be painful. Just like if you had to send an army to attack a city, you're gonna lose a lot of lives. Okay? It's gonna it's gonna be very expensive. It's gonna be very taxing on everyone. And to have to penetrate a, a wall that a family member puts up because, A, they're, they're holding a grudge against you and mad at you, um, or B, that their they're thinking about their relationship with you is warped and twisted, um, and they close every door to you, it's going to be taxing, it's going to be challenging, it's going to be a problem, it's going to be frustrating, it's, it's not good. And that's essentially the statement that Solomon is making here now. <clears throat> he doesn't really give give anything in this verse to deal with that problem. He's just stating a problem and what it's like, okay? And I, I know if you're like me, you read that and you're like, okay, great analogy there, Solomon, but what do I do about it? How do I How do I deal with the city that my family member has erected around them that I can't break through the walls of, right? What do I do about it? Do I just not try or do I just fight and battle with it and and there's no remedy for it well verse 20 kind of kind of alludes to a remedy a little bit it it helps a little bit here so let's read verse 20 and see what he has to say there and he uses another analogy that of eating um to explain this so verse 20 says from the fruit of a man's mouth his stomach is satisfied he is satisfied by the yield of his lips what is he talking about here well He's talking about how we use words and how we communicate with other people and how that impacts us personally. Impacts us, not so much the other people, but us. So, from the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. In other words, um, what you say can have an impact on your own conscience and how you view and feel about a situation. For example, if you are producing good fruit from your mouth things that are healthy and uplifting positive things you're saying positive things to people you're encouraging people you're lifting them up you're you are reconciling with people so let's say you know that family member's got that castle built up around them and they're trying to kick you out and 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 you know don't want anything to do with you coming to them with, encouraging positive things whether they respond or not reaching out to them seeking them with good fruit from a man's mouth that's going to help you as you deal with the hurt of this wall being put up this strong city being put up to to kick you out to push you away it's going to help you deal with it better because you are trying and doing your absolute best to make things right you will be satisfied by the yield of your own lips whereas if you responded by putting up a castle yourself around you and you responded with anger and hateful things you're going to have your own conscience and your own shame weighing on you more that makes sense you're going to have that shame and you're going to feel bad about it not only you're going to be at odds with that that family member or that other person but you're also going to have your conscience weighing on you and so Seek to say good things and try to remedy the, the the situation. In other words, instead of a fight and attacking the castle, try to remedy this the, the bars of the castle and, and the strong city that, that family members put up. Try to remedy that by being diplomatic, right? If you're going to attack a city, the first approach should not be to attack a city, but send a delegate to... to Um, Try to use diplomacy to talk things out in order to come to an agreement and an understanding to bring the walls down or to open the doors rather than having to result in, in death and destruction and fighting and war. Okay, And so that's what he's pretty much saying here. So by being diplomatic and showing love and seeking to love the other person, regardless of what they think of you, how they treat you, or what they say to you, is going to bring some sense of peace. Now, you still will be hurting, of course, if they are resistant to this, this um, good fruit coming from your mouth that you're trying to encourage them. But it's going to help you. It's going to give some sense of peace that you are doing everything you can in love following the second greatest commandment to remedy this situation now the new testament gives us another verse very very similar to this i want to share with you matthew 15:17 through 20 says do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. And the point that Jesus is making here is whenever the Pharisees came to him and they said, you're not washing your hands before you eat. That's an important law. And he said, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe washing your hands is a good thing, but that's not really what's important. What's really important is how we talk to people and how we treat them. That is more important, way more important, and that is the second greatest commandment. And we need to, need to always be mindful, regardless of what people think of us and how they treat us, to always respond as a Christian with the love of Christ, because that's what he did. Even though they were nailing him to the cross, what's he praying, in, praying to God in heaven? Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. They don't really know and fully understand what they're doing. And we need to pray that as well, because people who put up a castle... Um, against their family and put up a strong city and kick family members out and don't talk to them and and want to push away from them are really there's an internal struggle in their relationship with God because I'm sorry I'm just gonna say it you can't really know God and truly know his love and treat people that way you can't the two greatest commandments go hand in hand loving God with all your heart and loving others and if you truly know and experience the love of God and his forgiveness then you cannot put up a wall, a strong city, to your family members or to anyone. You will be open and loving. If you're not, and you're a person who puts up this strong city and and puts bars up in the castle around your heart and kicks people away from you, regardless of the situation, I don't care if they it's justified in your mind that they've done something wrong and deserve it or not. It does not matter. If that is your attitude, you don't understand the love of God. Because God loved you even though you sinned against him, even though you rejected him. Your sin is what led to him going to the cross, yet he still talks to you, yet he still calls out to you. He doesn't put up a castle and kick you out, does he? He has always got his doors open, ready and willing to embrace you, even though you cause such great pain and suffering to him. And if you call yourself a Christian and you have ex- received that love and that openness from God, then you should give that same openness and love to other people regardless of what they have done or not done for you. And if you can't do that, you don't understand the love of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a serious matter. How you treat other people is a reflection of how you understand what it means to be saved. Yes, The Bible makes that very clear. So do not put up walls against family members. Work through things. Extend a loving hand. And let God work in and through your heart. All right, I'm going to stop there. A lot of good stuff here. A lot of good stuff. At the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. Love God, know him, seek him in his word. And that's what's going to give you the wisdom and strength to know how to navigate through these these quarrels that come up in your life, whether it's in your family, at work, at your church, with everybody, regardless of who it is. It's what's going to help you navigate and know how to love people. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Seek God, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.